today's MMA fight preview is with Solomon Renfro. Solomon is going to be fighting at CFFC 98. That's going to be on July 3rd, 2021, down at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. Solomon is carrying a 7-1 record into that fight against Lee Henry Lilly, who is 7-4. Uh, Solomon, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate your time. I know that you... Uh, are probably water loading. I saw you drinking that gallon of water. So, you know, how are you feeling? How's your weight? Um, what weight is this fight going to be at? Uh, fight's going to be at water weight, so 170. Okay. Um, weight feels good, man. Everything feels good. I'm just water loading right now, so it comes off easier. But it's, it's, it's going to be a smooth cut. Um, I feel like that's going to be the hardest part for me, the weight, honestly. That's the biggest fight, is you, usually. <laughs> Uh, and the weight cut process, uh, you know, it's something that nobody ever really enjoys, right? A lot of people say it is the hardest part of the fight. And after the weight cut, it's like, all right, it's time to eat. And then it's time to eat when we get in the cage. Um, is, yeah. is that something for you that's almost part of the like mental process of, all right, I know this is going to suck. I know this is going to be miserable. And then, you know, make weight and then the fun part happens. Uh, no, because I, honestly, I fought at 185 before. I actually have a title at 185 as a pro, and I didn't really cut much weight for that, and I performed great in that fight. I, I took that one on, like, two weeks' notice, too. So, okay. uh, no, I, I, I don't really think that. It's just, uh, you know, at this point, I, I'm, I'm a real professional, and just another day. Just another, just another day in the jungle. So, I'm going to drink this water up, you know, keep eating clean and make this weight and go out there and dominate. Whoop his ass, get my W, be eight and one come Saturday, punch my tickets to the UFC. That's and, it. And then take over. From yes, sir. And I've been following you for a pretty long time on social. And um, I've, I've, I've seen you speak about this, right, being – being the greatest, getting to the UFC, and right, that's always been like that vision in your mind. Um, is is that something that you had, um, you know, being an elite athlete, is that something that you've had in your mind since you were a young kid, or was it something like, you know, you got done wrestling and then you walked into the MMA gym, you're like, shit, I could be the greatest in the world at this? Um, no, it's something I had in my mind as a kid. Whatever I wanted to do, whatever I ever did, I wanted to be the best at it. I don't care if it was fucking ping pong, and honestly, I suck at ping pong. But I get mad if I lose. Um, right now, I've really been like another hobby I've been doing is like golfing, uh, just mainly going to the driving range. And I, you know, I'm getting I'm getting pretty smooth at that. But you know, I want to be the best at that. So I just want to be the best at whatever I'm gonna do. So uh, I chose to dedicate my life to MMA, and well, I should say maybe it chose me, and uh, I'm gonna be the best at that. That's it. Now, is that something you also had to, um, you know, as a as a younger kid or younger athlete, right? Um, with that mentality, uh, there there comes some, you know, some learning and some tough times. You know, if you lose a tournament or you do this or you do that and you don't perform like you yeah. thought you would. Um, so, would you say that early on in life you were like a sore loser? Is that something that you, you know, you hated losing? You'd just be pissed off, and it would. Um, you know, be something that would really ruin your day. Sure. I, like, I, I'm always respectful uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, winning or losing, mm -hmm. but I, I, I'm not, I'm not losing no fucking more. <laughs> I, I'm definitely a fucking sore loser, you know, uh, but it, as a kid, honestly, it, it just prepared me, I guess anything I ever lost, it prepared me for my life in the future, you know, prepared me, taught me what I did wrong in those situations to know what to do right in, in those situations that I have now, 
you know. So mainly the biggest thing for me is, you know, as long as I'm mentally sharp and I'm focused, I'm not going to lose to nobody in the fucking world. And that's it. And that's all. And it's uh, it's fun to watch you fight, right? Because you come out and you have, you know, you can just see the confidence that you have when you're walking out, right? And I don't think you care who you're fighting, where you're fighting them. Um, you're going out there and, you know, it's go time. You're going to win that fight. So talk to me about this upcoming fight on the third, right? You're fighting a, in a pretty experienced opponent. He's seven and four. Um, just, you know, walk me through where your head's at right now, a few days out. Uh, feeling great. Honestly, I feel phenomenal, man. I'm in, I'm in great shape. I had a great camp. Uh, nothing's really changed as far as training camp goes, except for, you know, we, we pick, we pick up the pace, mm -hmm. uh, like when we actually have a fight booked, but I mean, I'm in the gym every day, all day. So this is like all I do. Uh, and I'm so confident because of the work I put in. I know no one in the world is putting in the work that I'm putting in. I've sacrificed so much to be here and do what I do and do what I love. I don't know what I, no one's making no sacrifice. And if they are, they don't want it as bad as me at the end of the day. And that's what it comes down to. Um, I want it, I want it better than bad. I mean, I want it literally, I know it sounds maybe a little cringy, but I really want it as bad as I want to breathe. That's all I think about all day, all night long. First thing I, I wake up in the morning, first thing that happens is MMA. And at night, first thing that comes to my mind is uh, MMA. Um, if if I have a brain fart or something, I forget something, the way I bring myself back to my center and realize what's going on again, I say MMA. And I'm like, okay, okay. From there, then I figure out what I want to do, with the, what, what I forgot or what I'm about to do. So um, I just know that no one else is uh, putting the work that I'm putting in. Um, they're not putting the time I'm putting in. They're not studying the way I'm studying film. Uh, they're not stretching. They're not doing nutritional. I'm, I'm taking everything serious. Sleeping, every aspect of this game, I'm taking 100% serious. I know they're not doing that. Um, so that's where my confidence comes from. Now, is that, uh, you know, the sleep, the nutrition, the, the strength and conditioning, um, where you're at right now, right? Is that um, is something that you've you've picked up pieces and bits and pieces of that along the way uh are you are you with the yeah. same camp you've always been have you switched camps um you know talk me through that as you've come up since i think 2017 you made your pro debut so you know decent amount of fights in the last four years right um so my first my first uh, five pro fights um i was in i was training in buffalo new york and I was at a, it was like, it's MMA gym, you know, all respect to those guys, but it's kind of like an amateur type of MMA gym. It's not like really, for all with fighting that, I should have been at a, a better chance, to be honest, you know. I was kind of just doing things by myself. Uh, I always had great boxing. Um, um, since I was a kid, I've been boxing since I was six years old. So I knew a lot of boxers in the area. So I would go box, box with the pro boxers. I would go wrestle with, wrestle with the D1 wrestlers at UB. Um, then I would do like a, a lot of groundwork with my friend Patchy Mix at the time, um, who's who's in Bellator. He's a star over in Bellator, and that was pretty much my training camp. And I would just spar whoever I could spar. You know, I would, I would uh, kickbox with a guy named Joe Taylor. He fought on Gloria a few times, and I was just running around all all over town, just trying to go. Um, a few times I actually fought, and I had like literally my friends in my corner, um, literally. So a after I won the eighty five pound belt on the show called Maverick, it was the one time I didn't fight for CFMC. You know, the, the promoter was like, yo, who's in your corner? And I was like, oh, my boys. And he's like, oh, you got to get a real team. And I was like, I got a real team. What the fuck you talking about? He's like, no, you got to get a real team. So he introduced me to Tiger Strowman. And I honestly, I, I was scheduled to go to three other gyms as well. But I went to Tiger Strowman's. I fell in love. 
And since I've been there, you know, I got guys like Shane Burgos, Lyman Good, Jim Rivera, Julio Arce, uh, Lewis, Lewis, um, Nick Pace. Um, man, so many great guys just guiding me, teaching me the right things. I mean, even the weight cut process. Like I was, I, I was cutting weight all, I mean, I don't know how some people do it, but I was doing it all wrong and I would still show up and perform. Um, my camps were not all wrong, but they weren't great camps, to be honest. You know, like I was, I was, I was working hard. I was doing the work, but I didn't have the mentorship or the coaching that I really needed, you know, to be able to excel the way. And I, don't get me wrong. I was excelling. I was undefeated. I was beating good guys, you know, but I wasn't finishing guys like I, like I am now. Different now between now and then is like, I guess the, the consistency of the amount of the reps that I'm getting, the work that I'm getting. And it's also, you know, learning um, the nutrition aspect, the sleep aspect, the strength condition aspect, the recovery aspect, adding all those things in on top of my amazing work ethic. That's why I say I'm going to be the GOAT. I mean, they say hard work be talent when talent doesn't work hard. This is talent and hard work combined. So you got to be great. This is what happens when you have Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, you know, or uh, a Tiger Woods um a tom brady you know and you can say tom brady wasn't talented but he's damn sure talented when it comes to reading that playbook you know or or let's even say a a lamar jackson you know guys that are extremely talented but also work hard and are study the playbook and do everything else the right way you become great so that's why i know it's pretty much inevitable for me as long as i stay in this path which i will um to become a great so it's great it's safe to say that we'll see the best Solomon Renfro we've ever seen at CFFC 98. Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, you mentioned you only fought for one other promotion that was Maverick, uh, but you fought all of your fights for CFFC. Uh, and as yeah. you know, as you know, anybody who follows regional um, MMA knows CFFC is sending guys, you know, to the UFC constantly, right? We just saw um, <clears throat> Jeremiah Wells make his, UFC debut over the weekend, yes. right? Former CFFC champ. Uh, they got, you know, guys all over CF or uh, UFC. You come yeah. out of this fight with a win on Saturday. Is that is that where, um, you know, your head's at next? Is that where you're looking to go? Yeah, I believe after I dominate this Saturday night, um, I should be getting a call to the UFC, and I'll start my domination there, start my takeover. Now, I really look forward to it. But right now, I'm not really thinking about that. Mainly, I'm thinking about getting rid of Lee Henry. So, because if, if I don't do that, nothing else that I'm saying happens. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I, I, I off the one, off the any mistakes that I had in the past or any losses that I had in the past, I learned to stay present, to stay focused. As long as I'm present and focused on the objective at hand, I'm going to dominate, I'm going to win. And that's it. Awesome, Solomon. You know, we're, uh, we're really looking forward to see you fight, um, you know, it's always exciting when you get in the cage. Uh, we'll be watching uh, that was CFFC 98. That'll be on July 3rd. Before I let you go, just wanted to give you a chance to shout out anybody who's been helping you out along the way. I know you said you moved camps a little bit a while ago and you got some sponsors, things like that. So feel free. Yeah, uh, I got Believe Elite, Strength Condition. I obviously got Team Tiger Showman's. Uh, that's my head. That's my team. Um, I got Edge Pro uh, Physical Therapy, um, helping me recover uh, 24-7 if I have any questions. You know, they're really good about getting back to me immediately. Um, and I got my friends and family, and they all know who they are, my supporters, uh, my loved ones. I love you guys so much. Uh, and, you know, the biggest thing I want to say is, hey, the Renfro Show is back, baby. The greatest show on canvas. You know, tune in July 3rd. I'm going to dominate. I'm going to whoop his ass and pump my ticket to the UFC. Uh, I, I can't wait to go out there and put on the show. And I'm extremely excited to be, uh, be in the position that I'm in right now. 
lot of hard work to get here. I'm not taking anything for granted. But don't get this confused, man. I'm not I'm not cocky. I'm confident, but I'm confident because of the work I put in, the sacrifices that I make day in and day out. I know most people would just wouldn't do that, and they're not doing that. And my opponent for damn sure isn't doing that. So I'm gonna go out there and make a statement and punch my ticket. Awesome, Solomon. I uh, I can't wait to see it. Keep grinding. Looking forward to your fight on the third. Uh, good luck. I'll speak with you on the other side. Thank you very much, man. I can't wait to uh, go out there and dominate and speak to you again. All right. Thank you. See you soon. All love. All right. You too.